This program is presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. Welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you today. So glad you have taken time out of your busy day to join us, whether you are traveling right now, whether you're in the friendly confines of your home, maybe you're on your back deck enjoying the day. No matter where you are, we're happy that you've tuned in. As we talk about the building industry, I've often said it's the greatest industry out there. And one of the industries that has led us out of the COVID pandemic. And our show, if you're just joining us for the first time, it's all about sharing information on our industry where we bring on leaders in our industry, leading experts, whether they're on the manufacturing side, whether they're on the distribution side, or whether they're on the product supply side, today is no different. We've got Derek Vancouvering. He's the product line manager for Zealand Lumber and Supply, Standard Supply and Lumber, and leads our team in our business launch that we call SZRS. And Derek, thanks for coming on the show. It's been a while. Mark, how are you, sir? Thank you for having me. I appreciate the uh, very kind introduction. You know, it's great to join us, and, you know, I know you're a big Michigan fan, so to be on the air at the exact same time as kickoff is going on is a big, big deal. So thank you, Derek. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. It's uh, We're a little nervous today. Rutgers is a good opponent. They're well coached and uh, definitely uh, have given us uh, – a couple tough ones over the last couple of years. I was uh, listening to a talk show earlier and heard about the most recent three, four games, and they like to give us fits. So this is not going to be an easy one, and, and let's hope we can pull it out. It's definitely a game that if you're a Michigan fan, Michigan's got to bring their best effort of the season to come on top. Now let's turn our attention to the business at hand. And, you know, our focus today is really going to be a spotlight on roofing. It's a, it's a category that we don't often spotlight on the show. And for that reason, I'm super excited to kind of unpack what's happening in the industry. You know, Derek is well-versed, has been in this side of the business for many years. And Derek, I think to start, just kind of give us like the current big picture, maybe state of the union as it relates to what you're seeing in roofing. Uh, yeah, you know, Mark, I'm kind of one of the oddballs that one of my favorite things to talk about is uh, shingles and roofing and all the fun stuff that goes along with that. So don't pick on me too much. But, uh, yeah, your State of the Union, uh, Mark, you, you brought up COVID. And I think maybe last time we talked, we were, uh, you know, just getting out of that and kind of getting our bearings and, and figuring out the new location that you mentioned. And things were definitely looking brighter and, and on the up. And, you know, we came into this year and obviously with uh, inflation and everything going on in the world, uh, with interest rates and all that goes into that stuff, um, you know, we've seen some pullback that, you know, hasn't really hurt our business, but definitely put, uh, you know, put some brakes on it a little bit. And, and along with all of that stuff, uh, you mix in the, the recent hurricane. So this is the second year in a row. Uh, we've had pretty massive, devastating hurricanes down south. 
um, those definitely play a part uh, into the nation's supply of shingles. Uh, for the manufacturers, obviously, like everybody else, they look to uh, kind of right-size their inventory, make sure they've got enough, don't overproduce so that they're not sitting on a bunch of inventory headed into the next year. Uh, and as manufacturers look to that, they, they do budget a little bit for storms, but uh, I think back-to-back years of fairly catastrophic um, hurricanes, that's not really something that you can plan for or really think of. Uh, and then when that happens down south, uh, the rest of the country kind of you know flexes their muscle and says, hey, we can help you out with what we had. Uh, and as a result of that, Mark, what, what you have is uh, inventory from, you know, the Northeast and the Midwest and, and out West flexes down to where they're having the problems and, and where obviously they're going to have uh, the need for the most material. And then that uh, can, in effect, cause shortages for uh, folks like us in the Midwest who have been lucky enough not to be, you know, terribly affected uh, by things like that. Um, and so what we've had recently is uh, just some shortages on some of the main things. So the, the message that I've passed along to my key customers and, and partners in the industry is, you know, if you've got a project, you've got something going on, make sure you communicate uh, with the, the, the people that you need to so that they can plan accordingly and make sure that they can secure uh, the things they need to. And then I would be uh, you know, missing a key point, Mark, if I uh, didn't also mention the recent tornadoes here in West Michigan. So uh, something that, you know, can be easy to forget about if it wasn't a direct relative or your own personal home uh, to think about. But as I sit here and talk to you today, I'm on the north uh, northeast side of Grand Rapids, Mark, where the, the main parts of the tornadoes or some of the main parts of the tornadoes went through uh, here in West Michigan. And uh, the damage is, is definitely still evident. I have personal friends of mine and contacts that uh, are still waiting for estimates from from roofing companies and contractors, um, and, and you know they're still hurting a bit, and they're still looking for some help. So that definitely puts a uh, a ding on available products and things like that as well as we continue to navigate through the rest of this year. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Mark Vanabosch flying alongside Derek Vancouver, and Derek is the product line manager for roofing and siding for Zealand Lumber and Supply and Standard Supply. And, you know, Derek, that's, those are some interesting points as you as you talk. I couldn't help but think about this whole availability kind of challenge. And coming into, like, out, out of the pandemic, supply was so constrained that many manufacturers just streamlined the colors that they actually delivered to the marketplace. But then it kind of opened up in the last 12 months where you could get more of the colors that you were able to get even pre-2020. What I'm hearing you say, though, is that maybe recently those color availability thing, those color availabilities have been constrained now to limiting to a few colors. Yeah, I, you know, I go back again, uh, Mark, to the, the last time we talked or maybe the first time we talked and, and we covered roofing when we first opened that location and we're um, definitely into exactly what you're saying. You're absolutely right, where the main manufacturers almost got to the point where if you're familiar with shingle colors and the shingle lines, you can get blacks in every manufacturer, and you can get a color that's called weatherwood, which is uh, kind of a medium brown. And, and they really streamlined and went to that, um, where if you think five years before that, um, you know, there was an abundance of material on the ground. You could have every color. They made reds. They made blues. They made greens. You, you name it, they made it. It existed. You could have it. Um, and the chances are it was uh, sitting on the ground at a, at a local supplier. Uh, and then we obviously went through COVID, as you mentioned, and, uh, you know, they, they streamlined and, and had a hard time getting workers to the plants and keeping the plants up and running. And uh, raw materials were, you know, very troublesome across the world. 
Uh, and then we, yeah, you're absolutely right. We came out of that, Mark, and we had a kind of a good 12-month or so run uh, where things, you know, felt like they either got back to normal or were definitely getting back to normal. Uh, and then over the last, say, six months or so, um, you know, raw materials with the inflation and the interest rates and all that stuff uh, baked in uh, became a little bit harder than you mix in the tornadoes and the hurricanes and all of that, and, and we're kind of right back in there where, uh, the oddball colors or the colors you don't see in a, in a typical neighborhood, uh, the blues, the greens, the reds that you would maybe more use on a cabin or something up north uh, for us uh, here in Michigan, um, they just kind of don't don't make those as often as they, uh, they were. Um, and so they're not as readily available. They're not actively uh, sitting on the ground somewhere. I actually had a call this afternoon, Mark, uh, for someone clamoring. They just had to have a blue shingle to go with the home that they have, and that's what they've always been used to, and they want to put it back on. And um, you know, I, I did my due diligence and dug around and it, you know, we can get it, but it's probably about two weeks out, which uh, I was actually happy to, to hear it was only two weeks instead of maybe four to six. Yeah. The old classic Atlantic blue there, Derek, or <laughs> coastal blue, coastal oh, co- blue, uh, landmark pros <laughs> from our friends at certain teeth. So oh, uh, a little plug from them. I'll, I'll wait for the royalties to come on in. <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, I think in our second segment, we'll talk a little bit more about Certainty and GAF and, you know, the value that they bring to the market. We'll talk a little bit about kind of the evolution of the product. And before we, we go to break, you, know, you talk about the, the pricing. And just generally speaking, for the listeners that have been around for a while and maybe bought a roof 25, 30 years ago, pricing today is all of three times the amount that you purchased it back then. And that's just for the material alone. To me, that's astounding. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that we've seen, uh, especially through COVID prices went up with raw materials and, and just overall demand. And then we've definitely seen, I think there's been three more price increases that happened this year. So uh, obviously I get friends and family and, and people that know me or reach out uh, or ask the question, you know, when's the best time to buy? Well, it's, it's not like, a, you know, a TV at Best Buy where you can go in during Thanksgiving or, you know, Black Friday type thing and it's you're going to get the best deal. Roofing is if you need it, you need it, and your, your best bet is to buy it when you need it um, because the price is, is probably just going to keep going up. Um, unfortunately, uh, the raw materials don't get any easier to come by and they haven't gotten any cheaper. Uh, so if you need a roof now, now is the time to get it. Um, I would expect them to keep slowly rising uh, over the course of the next several years and you know, they're not going to go through the roof where it's going to completely price people out, Mark, but uh, you're, you're definitely going to see, you know, if you had a roof quoted a year, 12 months, 24 months ago, uh, that roof is probably going to cost you, you know, 500 to to 1000 more dollars today just in the raw materials, as you mentioned, or the, the materials to put the roof on, uh, not to mention the hardships of labor. It's a, it's a hard job, as we all know, and, um, you know, there's a, a shortage of people that want to get up on a roof and hump around a a 75-bond bundle of shingles in the sun, so uh, not uh, not exactly the easiest, most cost-effective job to do. That's right. If you need it, you need it. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back on the At Home Show, 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. And you are back on the At Home Show. Second segment here, we've got Derek Vancouvering, who's the product line manager for roofing and siding for Zealand Standard. He's been on the air, and our first segment was very, very informative. If you missed it, 
I'd encourage you to go to whtc.com, check out the uh, the at-home show in the podcast section where you can get today's information, you can get content that is all about our industry and covers a variety of topics with a multitude of industry experts. Derek is certainly an industry expert in his sector. And, you know, Derek, you talked a little bit before the break about how pricing has changed over the years. It's been, to me, a, a dramatic increase. And, and we've also seen some dramatic changes in the product of choice, if you will, especially in residential asphalt, fiberglass, shingles. Can you take us through kind of a little bit of that evolution, bringing us from you know, 30 years ago all the way to kind of the current marketplace and what the main demand for is in today's market? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Um, you know, our, our industry, is, as people, you know, tend to forget, is, is like everything else. Um, people just think, ah, shingles go on the top of the roof, protects the home from, from water and the elements, and that is what it is. But uh, our, our friends that are, are lovely manufacturers continue to, to push the envelope of how they can make, you know, that often forgot about product even better every year. Um, and if you go back, uh, like you mentioned, 25, 30 years ago, the norm in a, in a development or the norm here in West Michigan was, uh, you know, what we would call a three-tab shingle, those those old-style shingles that uh, lay on the roof completely flat. And, uh, you know, over the, the last 15 to 20 years, they've, they've graduated into uh, what they call a, a laminated or a dimensional shingle. Um, and, and they continue to push the... Um, you know, the, the properties of those products so that they can better protect the home, perform better in, in elements, especially like we live in uh, uh, in West Michigan, where I think of a day or to, to today when we woke up and it was 40 degrees outside, and now it uh, seems like a lovely summer day, and it's it's 84 degrees, and it's beautiful. And, um, you know, we, we deal with that a lot here in West Michigan, where we expand and we contract because of the heat. We get rain, we get snow, we get sleet, we get hail. We, we get it all here in West Michigan, Mark. Um, so, yeah, they've definitely uh, made some changes, made some improvements, and it, it seems like every couple of years they, they try to get something new, whether it's a new type of adhesive that holds the shingles down better and allows them to better protect the uh, the, the bare roof deck of the home um, and keep the elements out, or if they just make, um, you know, overall product changes, like from those three-tab shingles that we would have seen 25, 30 years ago uh, to a, a better, not only better looking, but better performing dimensional style shingle where they've We've almost gotten to the point now where they've uh, faded out or, or, you know, gone away from the three-tab shingle. Um, we still have some in the warehouses. They're still available, uh, but they don't produce as many colors as they used to. Um, and I would say more often than not now, Mark, you see um, that they're either used and, and they're cut and, and used as the accessory cap to close off the, the peaks of a roof. Uh, or guys, uh, old-timers can actually uh, turn them upside down and use them as a starter shingle. Um, we almost always see them used that way now rather than to actually just put a complete roof on a home. I honestly couldn't tell you the last time uh, somebody used that product to put a roof on a home that wasn't just patching in some damage of an existing roof so they could hold off until they put on a complete new roof with new products. So um, not unlike, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago when we all had flip phones and now we all have iPhones and Androids, uh, same style of thing. Uh, does the same job, but does it a lot more effectively and, and does it significantly better. Yeah, and the dimensional shingles that you talk about are taking on a whole life of their own, going from you know just a standard laminated shingle where you you, know, you create a little bit of depth, all the way up to some of the luxury products that are out there. Maybe can can you go through a, a few of maybe what GAF and Certainty brings to the market from some of the higher end shingles 
and what the value and kind of the design style of those uh, shingles are. Yeah, both manufacturers offer uh, several different options. Um, you know, they can start from, you know, $5 a square higher than a, a traditional uh, dimensional shingle to they can be hundreds of dollars more, Mark. Um, typically, the differences you'll see are more vibrant colors or more, more drastic changes in colors. Um, and then it's not uncommon to see, you know, if your, your standard shingle is what they would just call a laminated shingle or, um, you know, just where you basically have two sheets of, of fiberglass mixed with asphalt mixed with granules for, for a shingle. Um, you know, some of the higher-end ones are going to be what they call a, a tri-lam, uh, where they, you know, talking a, a standard bundle of shingles weighs about 75 pounds, um, well, 50 to 75 pounds, and some of those can be upwards of 100 pounds a bundle, and uh, definitely added protection, uh, added wind load protection, and uh, definitely a better look. Uh, out here in West Michigan, we see stuff like that uh, on the on the lakeshore, on some of our nicer homes like that, or in some of the nicer developments. Um, one, it adds a great design feature, uh, but also because they're heavier, they oftentimes can protect against those uh, lakeshore winds and things like that. Uh, so there are definite options. And again, uh, as, as they're not as readily available as they may have been, say, five, ten years ago, um, they are coming back in and they completely closed them off during COVID. And that's something that's come back into, uh, into trend. And we're seeing um, truckloads go out on a regular basis again. Now, Derek... We have listeners that are homeowners. We have remodelers that listen to the show and the podcast, as well as builders. Can you unpack the warranty with shingles right now? It may be somewhat confusing for somebody that's not in it day in and day out. Uh, sure. The standard verbiage that you'll hear now, Mark, is, uh, and I think this is maybe a, a five or six years ago, um, you would commonly hear the, the terms 25-year or 30-year or even 50-year shingle used, uh, and there's still customers that, you know, maybe they bought their last roof 15, 20 years ago, and they'll come in and say, well, I know that's what I want. I want a 25-year shingle or a 50-year shingle. Well, all your major, man, uh, major manufacturers, for us, that's certainty and GAF, uh, switch the verbiage to uh, limited lifetime. So all of the, the standard shingles carry a limited lifetime. Um, as long as they're installed properly and correctly, um, the right materials are used, and that any uh, any warranty that would go above and beyond that is a partnership between uh, the homeowner, the manufacturer, and the installer used. So the using the right company, knowing that you trust them, it's a reputable company here locally um, that is going to stand behind the workmanship and the product uh, is how you would get anything above you know your your typical twenty five to uh, fifty year warranty. And then finally, we just have a couple moments left. Derek, talk briefly about the system that comes along with the shingles. It's not just about the shingle. There are components that make for what is a healthy roof. Can you briefly unpack those different components? Yeah, you know, Mark, in that situation, I would I would maybe recommend or put myself in the shoes of a, a homeowner and think if I was going to go get three estimates or have uh, three roofing companies come into my home, uh, some of the questions that I might ask because I'm in the industry that maybe those people um, just aren't around it, aren't familiar with it, and don't know um, is to be sure that the roofing company that you're choosing is going to use quality products, not just what's on top and what you can see or, as we would call in the industry, the frosting, uh, but they would also use quality what we call underlayments, so your ice and water shield, your felt protector that protects the, the wood of the deck um, that actually is the you know the nuts and the bolts of the house. If that stuff gets wet and starts to fail, then you're going to see damage. Uh, the shingles on the outside could still look fabulous, but if they're not installed prote- uh, correctly or not protecting the decking of the roof, um, you'll see failures and, and definitely troubles. Um, some of the 
you know, competitors out there are, are selling less than materials, or if you have, you know, a contractor in your home and they can't speak to the quality of the product that's going underneath the shingle, that's definitely would, would raise a red flag for me. Um, and if I was getting a new roof on my home, those are questions I would want to ask. So that's what I would, I guess, encourage your listeners is uh, make sure you ask the questions and have those things explained um, and, and have them show you. They've got samples of all of that stuff that comes out when someone comes to your home or if you want to come into our showroom at the uh, SCRS location, we've got hand samples. You can see the definite differences of the grades. Uh, some of them, you know, say that they're a wind wind and water protection, but you can literally rip them with your hand like a piece of paper. So that's not something I would want on my roof. Um, and I know that there, unfortunately, are some companies locally here that are using products like that, and I would feel it a disservice to sell those type of things to our customers. So uh, we make sure that anything that we carry in our stores uh, goes through the processes, has the appropriate warranties and, and certifications. And, um, you know, if we hear feedback that something's not working out, we look to make a change. Um, we're not... Uh, you know, we're not afraid of that, Mark. If we, we get something in that isn't working or we hear bad feedback on, um, we, we change it. Luckily, I can't remember the last time that's happened. We, we usually vet those out pretty well and make sure the things we're bringing into our four walls, the offices are great products to recommend to all our customers, homeowners, and builders. Yeah, and as we land the plane on the show, I'd be remiss if I didn't put a spotlight back on your SZRS location. It's a location, it's a stand location that we at Zeeland Lumber and Standard Lumber have created, and Derek leads the charge over there. Derek, what's the address there for listeners that may be interested in checking out that location? Yeah, that's 3470 Roger B. Chafee in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, that, Like you mentioned, that's a new location for us. It's been open about a year and a half physically um, from all the hard work and getting everything put up and done and ready to you know, have a grand open and, and open to our customers. So um, we've had great feedback from the showroom and the ability to see hands-on displays and, and what we have going on in there. We have a great staff uh, of drivers and inside sales and a, a great location manager over there uh, in Jimmy Canada that does a fantastic job. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have a ball over there. We like to have a lot of fun with the roofing and siding and exteriors game. And I would welcome anyone that listens to come on in and check us out. Uh, if you need some pointers on what to get or check out some, some special products, we've got it all up and installed on the wall so you can see it firsthand. Hey, thanks for being on the show today, Derek. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to the At Home Show each and every week. Remember, you can go to zealandlumber.com, standardcompanies.com. Check out more on our websites. Have a safe and happy weekend, everyone. The At Home Show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.